Hello, and thank you for joining us for the Dev Technologies DevCast. This month is November of 2023, and we're going to be celebrating our veterans all month. Part of that celebration is three to four people who are going to come on here in a minute, and they're going to talk about their veteran service. They're also going to talk about what Veterans Day means to them. They're going to introduce you to some of the things that they've done throughout their career in the military, as well as what they're doing nowadays post-active duty service. I am your guest host, Ms. Renata C. Spinks. I'm the CEO of CyberSec International. I am also the former assistant director and deputy CIO of IC4 for the United States Marine Corps. And like I referenced earlier, I have some phenomenal guests that have joined me today, and we're going to take a moment and allow them to introduce themselves. Daryl, take it away. Good morning. Uh, my name is Daryl Stevens. I've been with DevTech for about five years, retired Air Force Lieutenant Colonel Acquisitions Officer. Thanks. Glad to be here. Thank you so much for being here. And again, thank you for your service and sacrifice. Clement, over to you. Hi, good morning, Renata. My name is Clement. My current role with Dev Technology is as an IT technical support specialist. I did four years Army Infantry from 2017 to 2021, served two years with 2nd Cavalry Regiment in Vilsack, Germany, and then also another two years with 10th Mountain Division up in Fort Drum, New York. Thank you so much. And Chris. Good morning, everybody. First of all, to the two of you, thank you for your service. My name is Chris Kennedy. I started my service uh, at the United States Naval Academy, and then I followed that up with 20 years as a P-3 Naval Flight Officer. I retired as a commander. I've been part of DEV for three years, and I'm serving as a program manager. Awesome. And of course, I'm your host today. I did four years in the United States Army as well in the medical battalion. And so we are officially a purple cast team today, which is so awesome to be able to show representation from so many of the services. So we're going to kick this thing off just to kind of set everyone's expectations. We're going to have a conversation. We're going to ask a few questions and allow these great, awesome veterans to share some of uh, their expertise. We're going to talk a little bit about some transition. We're going to talk about talent and skills. We're also going to ask them to share one or two experiences that they had while active duty that they think has kind of shaped their direction now as we are all veterans in the information technology space. So with that, Daryl, I'm going to go to you for my first question. As a veteran, can you give us your perspective on the importance of camaraderie and what that looks like in the workplace now versus the camaraderie when you were active duty. Sure. So camaraderie, I think, again, as, as military members, and we all know that that's very important because we always work as a team and most of us work as a unit, right? And so I think that's important in the civilian sector because it, it has the same effect on a team. And at Dev, we always work as a team. We're program managers, we're leaders, we're tech engineers, but we aren't. We don't work by ourselves. So the camaraderie piece, I think, builds into culture, knowing your people, understanding your team, and then it becomes more like a family. And so you work harder as a group, I think, than you will as an individual. 
Absolutely. Teamwork is definitely something that we, you know, we won't ever get away from. And, and that camaraderie is so important as we, we build those teams. And as we think about teams and in the workplace, Chris, you are in the officer ranks. You just mentioned that. Can you tell me what are some of the talents and skill sets that as an officer you looked for as you built out those teams and led those teams? And then has that changed now that you're no longer active duty, but serving in the civilian space? What's interesting, I'll build on what Daryl said. Teamwork is key. Being able to realize that you're part of something more than just the job that you're doing is very important. So it's interesting. People say, well, what do you do different from when you were in the military versus now? And really, it's I do nothing different. People are people, whether you're wearing a uniform or whether you're working in the civilian sector. And one of the most important things that I do is I look for folks that can be a part of a team, people who can work and play well with others as, you know, back in as it, as you learn. So those that, that have that ability to work together and, and realize that, that they are part of a team and not just an individual, those are the ones that um, end up being successful. And we have here in Dev Technology, we look at what's called Dev Fit, and, and that's one of the pieces of it. I love that, Dev Fit. So, Clement, as we think about Dev Fit, as we look at government contracting, as we also consider, you know, the second part of our profiles, which is, you know, being a military veteran and having all the different experiences that we just heard as each of you introduced yourselves. Talk to me a little bit about the dev fit and what that looks like from your perspective every day as you serve with dev technology and its mission to continue to serve in its capacity as a government contractor. Yeah, so I think it's really about bringing a lot of the skills, talents, and and values we had while we were serving. So for me, a lot of that includes... We talk about the army values. I'm sure, you know, the other branches have their values as well, but leadership, integrity, selfless service. So these were some of the things I learned while I was in the army. And I think that when we leave the service uh, and transition into the civilian world, these are all things that we can apply to our civilian careers as well. You know, I go to work every day thinking, how do I make myself better? How do I in terms of not only my skills, but how I interact with my coworkers, how do I interact with the customer. So I think it's basically about bringing a lot of the things that we learned in the military into the workplace. Awesome. Awesome. And that's a great transition to Daryl, who my next question is going to be a little bit jogging of the memory. I know you and I shared conversations in the past about, you know, being in uniform versus out of uniform. And, you know, you raise your right hand and we've, we've all done that. Talk to me a little bit about the the perspective that you have. And, and maybe you can refer us to some people who have shaped how you feel about service inside and outside of uniform. My view is very similar to Clements. You know, the things you learned inside the military, you you transition out. And I think in the military, you always come and meet different people. And some people kind of stick out to you. Most of the time, there are leaders who've taken, you know, different leadership classes and courses. But from that leader, you learn that 
the teamwork again, I keep harping on the teamwork because that's the most important part for me was being able to work from a team. I'm where I'm from, small town, joined the military, ready to serve. And then I got put on awesome teams with awesome leaders and, and the leadership always taught us to work as a team, even when I was enlisted. And then when I became an officer, I had to then lead. So I learned from the leaders when I was enlisted how to form a team and, and work as a group. Then when I became an officer, I focused on building teams and having them work as a group because um, that's kind of where we uh, benefit most from. And if I could add real quick, I was out in Virginia at the V3 Virginia Values Veterans Conference. And there, General McChrystal, who many of you know, he gave a keynote speech. And the bottom line to that speech was that Yes, we are veterans and we served, but now we need to take those veteran skills and bring it to the workplace because it's needed. And so I think being goes back to your transition and that speech reinvigorated me as a person and to realize that just because you're a veteran doesn't mean you're retired, right? Now you have all these skills that you can bring to the community and continue to serve in that capacity. Chris, can you... Kind of ducktail a little bit on that from, you know, a Naval perspective as a Navy officer. You heard Daryl mention and even Clement talked about cultures. So I'd like to get you to kind of give us that perspective from a Naval perspective on, although there's a different culture and we all serve in different capacities and different mission sets, I'd like to hear your perspective of, you know, as you think about within uniform, outside of uniform, and that continued service that we all veterans hone in on. Absolutely. As I was listening to Daryl, you know, obviously thinking myself, I know from the very first day uh, of our training, it was trained into you and it's not I, it's we. So everything that you do is, is about the we. If one person fails, we all fail. If one person succeeds, we all succeed. And so that they strip you down to bare metal and it's, it's nothing about you and it's all about us. And that is a lot of what we've been talking about here as we transition, you know, to the civilian sector, building a team is extremely important. So I know that that's what I bring to, to my teams is it's not I, it's we, and we do a lot of things to try to foster that. Obviously in the civilian sector, you're not going through basic training, <laughs> but it, you can do a lot of team events to try to foster that mentality as well. Awesome. So my next question, of course, is going to Clement, but I'm going to lean in a little bit and give him a pre a preface. We talk about teams. We talk about transitions. Most of us probably didn't know each other before we came together in this civilian space, but we all have some foundations in common, which is that military service. Let's talk about the intimidating and scary feelings that we all go through as veterans when we spent all this time with our teams. We've got battle buddies, you know, people we've been in the trenches with. And oftentimes our military transition is delved into getting to know other people and building that same camaraderie that we're looking for in, in others in the workplace. And it can be a little intimidating. At least for me, it was it was pretty scary. And I've made a couple of transitions in my civilian space as well as coming out of the military. And I still get that tightness in my neck and hands and palms are all sweaty at something new, which is a natural occurrence. But 
I think when we talk to all of our veteran comrades, we all have had that anxious feeling of like what to expect and, and how am I going to get through this and the just not knowing. So, Clement, if you don't mind, a little bit of vulnerability. Let's, can you just share with us that transition from battle buddies you know to basically coming out into the civilian space and building a different set of battle buddies and, and how important that is, but also some of the thought processes that we can probably share with other veterans as they continue to uh, transition. Yeah, Renata, I think that's a great question. I will say that, so my perspective on this question is a little bit different than a lot of other veterans. So I'll just kind of speak on my background. I was enlisted, like I said, Army Infantry, I also did have a bachelor's degree, and I had previous jobs prior to the military before I joined. So I had a bit of a different background than most people who did my job. You know, in especially in combat arms, you get a lot of young kids coming out of high school, 18, 19. Most of them serve three, four, five years maybe, and then they get out and they lack a support structure. I mm-hmm. think that's that's the biggest thing. I was fortunate in the fact that I was a little bit older when I enlisted. Mm -hmm. So I already had some life experience and I was probably a little bit more prepared and more mature than some of the other people, my peers getting out. Mm -hmm. But I think overall, when we talk about that struggle of transitioning from military to civilian, like I said, just from my perspective, so I was combat arms and then you're going from a an environment that's very, you know, testosterone laden, you know, a camaraderie filled environment. You're, you're seeing your boys every day. And a lot of people, you know, they know it's their time that knows I'm not planning on making the military a career. I've, you know, but I, I've done my service and now I want to do other things, but that transition is difficult because they don't necessarily have the support structure when they get out, you know, in the military, everything is, a lot of your stuff is cared for, is taken care of by the government in terms of housing, in terms of your family, in terms of, you know, you have, generally speaking, you have food security as well. And a lot of people are just not comfortable leaving that environment and kind of looking over the cliff and moving on to the next step, whether that be trying to get an education or move into a civilian career. Mm-hmm. So I think like that's that's the most difficult part is just the complete shift in being surrounded by people generally having your needs taken care of to kind of stepping into that that unknown when you when you move into a civilian career. So I think that's where the that's where a lot of veterans struggle. And I think in order to make the transition smoother, I know the Army does uh, something we called SFL TAP uh, transition assistance program, and that really helped me out. Uh, allow me to understand what my resources were, you know, who I could contact, how to write a resume. So I don't know if the other branches had a, have any programs like that. I transitioned recently. So I will say in, in terms of just my duty station, my branch and where I was at, I think the Army did a pretty good job of trying to equip me and prepare me for what came after. But I understand that a lot of other veterans weren't as fortunate as I was in terms of having that experience. So I think that's where the struggle lies a lot of the time, if that makes sense. Absolutely. And we're 
We're coming on the end of our presentation today and we could talk we could go on and on about many of the lessons learned and and that transition, you know, based on different situations. But I'd like to go to Daryl to give us that Air Force perspective. I know you retired Daryl in 2018. I also know that you've been with DevTech for about 4 years and I I I don't know how did you come to know about Dev Technology? Was it like one of those programs that you just heard um, that happens in the Army. I'm very familiar with that transition readiness program. I do know that the Navy also has that, but I'm not as familiar with the Air Force. So can you kind of walk us through in the next maybe two minutes before we close out um, about what that transition was like for you, especially where I was about three to four or five years with the military, not a military retirement career. So that longevity of experience is, is very different. And so I'm pretty sure my experience was different for than yours as well. So Daryl, can you kind of talk through the retirement and transition? Absolutely. We also have the same type transition assistant program called TAPS as well. And they do equip us with the same skills that uh, Clement talked about, resume writing, being prepared, um, but with all of that, I would say the the lesson learned and, and part of the scary was even though we had all of that, you still didn't know. Clement mentioned a cliff. That's what it feels like. Even after 23 years in the military, I still felt the same way about having to transition out from what I've known, what I've grown up with. I mean, I was in at 18. And so that comfort of knowing that things are going to work and everybody's looking out for you into the civilian world was extremely scary. And for me, my transition, I didn't do a program. I, I got out, I retired, and I was my plan was to go back as a civilian government person because, again, that's what I knew what I was comfortable with. But because you had to have that six-month cooling off period, then I had to wait six months to do that. In that time, I got a job as a contractor and talk about scary, I was fired two weeks later. Not because of anything I did, but because the program that I was on came to an end and therefore, they didn't need me anymore. And that's one thing I can say that I love about dev technology is when I interviewed with them, they hire you for who you are as a dev employee, not because they have a specific contract that they want to put you on. And that, to me, is more safety and more secure in what I'm used to. So my transition was scary. Again, I transitioned out two weeks later. Oh, we don't need you anymore. You got three months to find a new job. And then I'm, I found Dev by just looking on the internet and finding some more positions. So I, I'm grateful uh, for Dev Technology because of the way they hire people, the way they take care of their people is very similar to how we did things in the military. And I'm sure you guys can attest to that. Absolutely. And we are at our time. Thanks you all so much for joining us. You know, thank you to Dev Technology. I know that Dev Technology is officially a V3 certified company, Virginia Values Veterans. So for all of our listeners, whether you are a veteran transitioning or still on active duty or a veteran that's already transitioned, you know, please continue to listen in on Dev Technologies, not only their podcast and many of the great things that's happening from a contractual perspective, but we definitely have lots of community service outreach that's happening. And if you got a question, feel free to reach out to my fellow podcasters, always leaning in to, to help each other. And once again, in a final stint, it's Veterans Month, not just Veterans Day. Love the fact that we can celebrate all month openly and, you know, all throughout the year, we're always thanking a veteran. So as we come to a close, if you don't tune back into Dev Technologies DevCast, 
anytime else, come back in May. We'll definitely be having our Memorial Day tribute to those who have passed on before us. And with that, thank you again for listening. Please come back again for DevCast. 